Hello and welcome in to the Recruiting Blitz Inside Nebraska's Recruiting Podcast. I am Greg Smith, Senior Recruiting Analyst. I'm joined once again by Jansen Coburn, our digital content extraordinaire and also staff writer. Jansen, how are you, man? Doing good, Greg. It's crazy that we're already on to the 2024 class. <laughs> it, it, In some ways, it feels like this happened so fast. And in some ways, it feels like we've been talking a little bit about 24 um, here for a while Um, As now we've put kind of the 2023 class in the books um, and Matt Rule and his staff have been working on 24 kind of at the same time and which is kind of the luxury of kind of the early signing period and kind of the the mass mad dash that it is there in the beginning is that it allows you in January to really take a look at those 24s and Nebraska needed um, to make some inroads there as you know other schools had been doing the same thing Um, and so they needed to go ahead and do that so I thought we would go ahead and take a look at, at some of the the questions for 2024 some of those pressing ones uh coming up here to kick off the cycle so Jansen fire away man what do you got yeah absolutely obviously we've talked a lot about Dylan Riola so I wanted to start off with a question that's not so much Dylan Riola and that would be it involves him anyhow who is Nebraska's top priority player or players of 2024 besides Dylan Riola Man, you know, it, it's really interesting that it, it, Dylan Ryla is going to come up so much. Like until from now until well, really before now, until whenever he decides to commit um, to a school and maybe even continue beyond that, considering he's the number one player in the country. But so it's a really good question. Um, I think what the one of the guys that comes to mind for me um, is a has a brother on the team, plays a position that's going to get a lot of attention always anyway, in cornerback, not quarterback. And that's Mario Buford. They, He's a four-star cornerback um, down in Dallas. His brother's uh, his brother, obviously, on the team right now, Marquise Buford. Mario has been on campus quite a few times already, um, both to see his brother and be recruited by Nebraska. Um, I think that's an early test of a guy that is kind of a must-get for Nebraska that doesn't seem to come up as much as maybe some of the other guys, um, because there are also some guys that are in state that I think Nebraska is just going to have to get, and that's where I'm going to go next. Um, another defensive back who could also play wide receiver I guess at the next level Caleb Benning is a a, obviously a legacy prospect here at Omaha Westside dad Damon played um, here in the 90s won national championships the the color commentator for the team right now a lot of ties there that's going to be an interesting one to follow as well for for all of those reasons I laid out and um, most importantly Caleb's a really good player right like he's a player that Matt Rule I think and his staff are going to really be drawn to based off of how he plays and his intangibles off the field as well the leadership and everything that comes with that um there is another in-state player that definitely plays kind of a glamour position um that has continued to see his stock rise and that's offensive tackle caleb pie um he's going to be a kid that that is really coveted in this region I know that he likes Iowa a lot. He talked to our Iowa rivals guy probably about a month ago now and said that Iowa was really kind of pushed to the front of the line for him based off of the way that they had been recruiting him. And and I said this on our insiders board when that that kind of came out. And I'll say it again here because I know people listening to this are like, oh, no, Iowa, come on, man. 
you got to understand that for Caleb, Iowa really turned up the heat on his recruitment when Nebraska was going through this all this transition, right? So really from the time that kind of Scott Frost was fired and the whole Mickey Joseph interim situation, Mickey Joseph not getting the job to hiring Matt Rule and then Matt Rule trying to figure out what was going on with 23 while also balancing 24's class, Iowa did a really nice job. You have to hat tip to them as much as we don't want to around here, right? But I do think that Nebraska will get back in this and I think that they'll be a major factor, not even to say that they're out of it. I think that they will be a major factor. So those are a few guys right off the top that are guys that are going to be major priorities uh, for this year. Now, obviously, Dylan Riola is the top priority for the class, but it makes you wonder, and I feel like this is an interesting question to ask, and Nebraska fans probably wouldn't like to think about this question, but if Nebraska does miss on Dylan Riola, Number one, who is their backup option or is there a backup option? Mm-hmm. And two, could Daniel Kalen from Bellevue West be in the mix if Nebraska needs a new quarterback priority? Yeah, I, I, it is interesting. I know that people don't want to think about it. Um, and it, it, it's interesting for a few reasons. Number one is that and the, it doesn't. It sounds weird to even say Nebraska's putting all of their eggs in the Dylan Rayola basket because, of course, you put all of your eggs in the Dylan Rayola basket. He's the number one pl- player in the country, not just the number one quarterback, the number one player. So, of course, you're going to do that. Okay, so that's not even a question to do it. But if they do happen to miss on him. One thing that really makes this fascinating to me is that there have not been a lot of, if any, new scholarship offers that have gone out for the 2024 class at quarterback just yet for Matt Rule, right? We've seen scholarship offers go out for a number of other positions, um, but we just haven't seen it for quarterback, which is is a big-time indicator that they are telling Dylan that he is their guy and that they're going to be locked in with him until they can't be anymore. He tells them no, um, which, again, is the right thing to do, but... One of the other quarterbacks that Nebraska has actually kept in contact with um, is Danny Kalen, right? And I think that, that that part of it, and you have to, if you're Dylan, though, you do understand that because he's um, Danny is right here in the backyard at Bellevue West. You're obviously recruiting two of his wide receivers in Davon Hall and Isaiah McMorris. So you're not going to just ignore him when you go to campus or if you know they have an event and he comes out. Um, so I do think that Danny Kalen is in the mix um, for that guy if it is not D- Dylan Rayola. Um, and I think that that would be, a, a fine I hate to even say backup because most years that would be the Nebraska's top choice and it would just be fine like it would be kind of wrapped up and it would be totally okay because what you're seeing with Kalen is is his recruitment blew up kind of early on right and he got that I think it was North Carolina or Florida State I'm sorry it was Florida State that offered really early then Nebraska kind of came in then his recruitment kind of went on pause and as he was in his sophomore year he really split time didn't really play that much to his credit, and I always say this about Danny Kalen, after that kind of rough sophomore season where he was expected to blow up in high school and didn't, his credit, he went back in the lab, right? Between his sophomore and junior year, really got a lot better, got bigger and stronger, came back his junior year, had a really good year last year, continued to see his recruitment blow up. You're starting to see, again, some additional offers come in. North Carolina, Miami, Colorado, among others, have come in here recently. He just went out to Colorado to see Coach Prime a couple of weeks ago um, when the contact period was going on. Um, and I know he wanted to get down to Miami as well. 
And so his recruitment is taking off nicely, right? And so he's a, he's got options. And so that's what another factor of the make this really interesting is he has the luxury to not necessarily wait around for Nebraska if he doesn't want to, though I think he will um, in the end and kind of see what happens with the Dylan Rayola situation. Now, staying on the topic of the in-state recruits in Nebraska, I know you touched on a few of those names. Let's kind of go down the list and talk about some of those early in-state players for 2024 that have emerged. Who are some of those guys that Nebraska fans should know? Yeah, so I guess when when we were talking about must-get guys, I totally forgot one. This is my bad. This guy would go into the must-get guys uh, category, absolutely. And that's tight end Carter Nelson out of Ainsworth. That's my bad. So Carter is a, a national recruit when it comes to being a tight end. Everyone, it feels like every college football coach um, in the region especially has been up to Ainsworth uh, during the contact period to see him play basketball or to visit the school. Marcus Freeman from Notre Dame was up there. Um, that was a big deal when he went out there and there are a number of other coaches that went up there. That is going to be a huge test uh, for Matt Rule and Bob Wager um, to keep him home. And we know that those guys went up there um, during an official visit weekend even to see him play ball and there were all the pictures on social media and all of that so the effort is definitely going to be there um so that's definitely first and foremost someone to mention um there's not only someone to watch out for that people need to know but it's also a must get i mentioned um davon hall the wide receiver out of bellevue west I kind of like him also a defensive back. I'd be interested to see if, excuse me, if Nebraska wants to keep him, if they got him, if they would want to keep him at wide receiver, if they evaluate him at defensive back, because wide receiver is always a spot where there are so many guys around the country where you could bring in um, at that position. Um, and I, I like Davon. Davon is a good player, four-star player out there um, as well. Caleb Pryform, who I mentioned earlier, is an offensive tackle, um, is in that must-get category, but definitely someone to keep in mind. The same thing with Caleb Benning um, at defensive back. One guy we haven't talked about at all, um, Isaiah McMorris, teammate of Davon Hall and Danny Kalen, who actually has become the biggest recruit of all of those guys. Like his recruitment is absolutely blown up. If you haven't seen any of that, Oklahoma, Penn State have offered him recently here. And I don't think that that's over. I think that he's going to continue to get uh, more and more offers. And the, the what I kind of picture Isaiah as is he's, a, to me, he's like Jalen Lloyd, except for all of this is happening a lot earlier than it happened for Jalen Lloyd, where Jalen kind of blew up late in the cycle and had additional offers um, and opportunities. But the secret is out on Isaiah. He's a really twitchy kid, uh, could be a great slot receiver in college. And his stock is just going to continue to rise, especially if he gets out on the camp circuit um, and wants to continue to blow up his profile and like get his um, ranking up and all of that. Um, he's going to be a kid that's really coveted. Um, then we mentioned Danny Kalen, his quarterback will continue to rise. And then the last one to mention was actually the latest offer um, of the seven um, in-state offers for the 2024 class for Nebraska. And that's Ashton Murphy, uh, big defensive slash offensive lineman from Elkhorn South. Could be I, I expect him to end up being in Nebraska's class. It just feels like those Elkhorn South kids end up at Nebraska, and it feels like they're churning out linemen left and right, which is a great thing for Nebraska. We always talk about how Nebraska needs to have those linemen, uh, but Ashton Murphy definitely has the look of, of the next one. Yeah. Now, last question I have for you today, Greg, and it's one of our Q&A questions, so thank you to everyone, once again, who's been asking questions, and you can comment more questions that we will answer in the future. What position group, not just player, but position group, do you think Nebraska should focus on for 2024? Man, that, it's interesting 
because I, I just said that they always need to focus on the lines of scrimmage. So I, I'll take that out because to me, that's always a given. If I have, if I, and I will write this about kind of the top three position groups that Nebraska needs to focus on. I always include offensive slash defensive line uh, because it's just important um, in football, but also especially in the Big Ten. We've seen that time and time again, right? So I won't go there. What I will say is inside linebacker. I think Nebraska will need to continue, especially in this in Tony White's 3-3-5 scheme. Nebraska is going to have to continue to to get those kind of rangy sideline to sideline inside linebackers that have both some good size to them but are also very athletic now of course everyone's looking for those guys to fit into various schemes uh, but Nebraska is definitely going to think Eric Fields maybe that type of a profile you know Eric could end up playing kind of that rover safety position depending on how they go we don't quite know there yet but those types of players um, is what Nebraska's want to want to continue to hammer home and to get outside of kind of those offensive defensive linemen that get Nebraska just doesn't have enough depth um, at that inside linebacker. And I think that Steve Mark did a really nice job kind of highlighting that coming out of um, this signing class and about what's currently on the team, what Nebraska's bringing in. Um, and that article is up uh, on, on Nebraska.rivals.com as well. Um, and kind of check that out. But yeah, inside linebacker is where I would go to. I, I'm kind of got my eye kind of cast that way to say, okay, what what is the, the new coach, Rob Dvorak? What is he going to bring in him and Tony White for that inside linebacker spot? Very well, Greg. That's all I got for you today. All right, man. Well, hey, you guys, make sure you guys are, are subscribing to this YouTube channel. Get these videos directly in the feed. We greatly appreciate it. Also, like the video up. Tell a friend. Continue the discussion uh, in the comments, as Jansen mentioned earlier. We definitely want to continue the conversation with you guys. Uh, make sure you're checking out Nebraska.Rivals.com for continued coverage of all things Husker Athletics, and we will catch you next time.